welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Sievers and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could join us. Hope you enjoy that uh, intro there. Uh, yeah. We have some great news to report this uh, week. Well, you, you know, just saying, we yeah. did a podcast called Kanye, and might be coincidence. Might be. But, you know, Kanye dropped this album called uh, Jesus is King. And strangely, after our podcast, yeah. that album went to Billboard number one. Absolutely. Top number one. So, yeah, topping Christian hits. Although I've not heard it on Christian radio. I wonder if that's a little Christian radio not knowing what to well, do you know, uh, with it. Could be, yeah. But also, Christian radio is divided into different, uh, different kinds of music, and so it may yeah. not fit into the um, like the got... radio station that we have locally. Ah. It doesn't really fit their format. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, and Kanye songs don't really yeah they're. But this album's they're... kind of all over the place it is. too. I mean, it's got it's um, deep, deep lyrics. Uh, that yeah. that song I was just playing was uh, called "God Is." A lot of people think that one's pretty darn good. But uh, good morning, Tim. Uh, yeah. Happy November to you. Is this happy our first November. podcast of November? Yes. The last time we were together, it was pre-Reformation Day. And we didn't even do the Martin Luther insults or anything. No, you, I mean, you we did. personally did. We, yes, we yes. traded insults for a couple of days, I think. <laughs> Yes, on well, text it was pretty funny it's you called yes. me a windbag and other things or another something. Things, i don't know if it, yeah. not me so much as martin luther or fart but... something <laughs> we won't say it on the radio yeah not that this is the radio um yeah that was fun that was you fun. know I, I sent it out to a lot of people then people started texting me who found it uh on our what would it be on our church Facebook page or something? Right, you reposted like, our yeah. episode. So from I had last my brother year. sending Martin Luther insults from the West Side. Yeah, so you were getting it from all directions. Oh, I, yeah, I had yeah people insulting me. So it was awesome. I know with with five hundred year old insults yeah. that involve animals and I don't know feces and demons all sorts and of strange things. Yeah, he he blocks of wood. He likes to combine all kinds of stuff. But that was fun. Yeah. yeah I that even, that our favorite non Easter, non Christmas holiday, Reformation yeah, Day. Yeah. What'd and you dress up as? I I didn't dress up. I dressed up, up as a bus driver. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Did that. Yeah. I wore a hockey jersey, you know, you did? that was the extent of nice. my um So you dress dressed up, up as so. a hockey player? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. You know, black out a tooth. So I should have. You know, uh, I black had this eye. old jersey from back when I was in high school. You played hockey in this? No, I used to go to hockey. Oh, okay. Used to, you know, hockey's a pretty big thing in Michigan, what with Detroit being hockey town and all. And, right. Um, though, you couldn't afford to go to a Red Wings game. Well, you guys are the Flyers, um, right? <laughs> Red Wings, I know. The Red Wings. I know. Yeah. And so, you, you throw squid uh, on the ice, don't yeah, you? Yeah. Well, or is it octopus? The octopus. Okay. It's against the law, you know, so to speak. But, uh, it is? Yeah. People still do it? They still do it, but they... They, they wrote a law that they you can't st- throw octopus well, on no, the... Well, no, the league just made up some rules, you know, and if you if you throw the octopi on the ice, then you can... The team can get fined, and they can... There's but people still do it? So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they do anymore. Well, how is that a thing? I don't... You know, I never fully understood it. Where do, um, do you have a lot of like, octopus you, from the lake there? Lake Michigan? Not in the lake. They have to bring... Yeah. To get it from the fish market or the fishmonger or the uh, the the octopi monger. I, I had this old video game uh, back in the '90s, and it was a hockey video game. And there was a scene like where, and if you did a certain thing, an octopus came out of the crowd and landed 
on the player's oh, head. that's funny. Yeah. I wonder if my so, little brother remembers that. I, I think he'd be the only other adult I know that yeah. knows about that. No, th- this is really strange conversation. I think there's some yeah. issue with the slime on the ice and the safety of players. Octopus and, have slime. Who yeah, would have known? Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of <laughs> gross. I mean... They belong in the ocean. Uh-oh. Um, not well, I'll t- you keep talking. Maybe there, we can move so. on to uh, um, other things. While I was going to say, it was kind of funny when we my kids came trick-or-treating at your house. We even got insulted uh, because everybody was everybody was doing the, the insults uh, for Reformation Day. So that was, uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. You know, I was a hockey player. I was a hockey player. Corey was a bus driver. It was all good. But uh, we are here at uh, the start of November, and we should talk about something more important than octopi and uh, how we dressed up for Reformation Day. And so I should bring up, Pastor Corey, that it is uh, our month of thankfulness and our gratitude campaign. And we kicked that off this last Sunday uh, with our 10,000 Reasons Wall here at the church, and we had our... um, Harvest of Community Dinner uh, in the evening, and we recognize the work and the workers at the Palouse Food Pantry for all that they've uh, done to support our community and make sure that the people who live here have access to quality food. Uh, and uh, uh-huh. we handed out lots of uh, lots of thank you notes, and so we are off into the races with gratitude. Gratitude. Um, yeah, gratitude. Attitude of gratitude. Home. That was your wife calling. Oh, she wife. wanted to just make sure that you're on schedule to help with the uh, parenting. Yes. Yes, you are? Yes. Okay, I'll text her yes. You text her yes. Okay. So what, what were you in the uh, listening audience talking about? I was just, I, I had moved us off of our previous topic uh-huh. to the start of the thankfulness campaign. So you didn't keep talking about octopus? No. Not okay. very long. Okay. So, um, uh, just saying that we're, we're at the start of our... Um, gratitude campaign and we kicked it off yeah. with our dinner which was great table and, looks great out there. Um, mm-hmm. we had our yeah our table of resources is available here mm-hmm. so if you want thank you notes if if you're here for a bible study if you're just driving by whatever you can stop in write something you're thankful for put it up on the on the ten thousand reasons wall and yeah be thankful grab a pack of thank you notes uh that'd be awesome and uh yeah so Cool. Kind of nurture that spirit of gratitude in your heart and find something to be thankful for. Yeah. So, gratitude, grazia, gracious. It's all the same root. To be graceful or gracious technically means, uh, you know, full of full of grace or admitting where God has been uh, good to us, gracious to us. Um, that's every good thing comes from God. So when you're being thankful, it's not so much just you doing an activity as much as it's admitting that God has been giving and good to us. Mm. Um, that's the word in the New Testament for thank you is different than how we say thank you. We see it as kind of an activity that we're doing to someone else. But in the, the New Testament, like when Paul says, I give thanks, it's actually a word related to um, grace of admitting admitting the good that has been done. Um, and so lots of good is given to us. And when we thank people, we're admitting, or when we thank God, we're admitting the the grace, the good that's been done to us. It's just a really good thing for us, right? And so I'm yeah. excited about the campaign. Uh, get some thank you notes, send them out. Spend some time thanking God. And, and, and anchor yourself, as you like to say, anchored in gratitude was one of our previous campaigns. Anchor your whole year in that, because it's really a... A year-round deal, right? It is. It uh, yeah. is. 
Hey, uh, can I make a, an announcement? Sure, I guess. The uh, I mean, Garfield it, but... the Garfield Palouse High School ladies ah. cross country team is going whoop, whoop. to the state cross country race. Yeah, uh, it is this Saturday. We're leaving Friday, and we will have a, uh, a fire truck. Uh, maybe police and fire escort wow. out of town or at least through Main Street. And we are sending five girls to state uh, as a team. And we are looking to do well. They are hardworking girls. So big shout out to our Lady Vikings. I just happen to be a coach on that team. Or Which for is that why team. they're so terrific. No, yeah, they yeah. are terrific girls who could have succeeded under probably almost any coach. Yeah, they're pretty wonderful, uh, wonderful they kids are and wonderful amazing runners. people. And uh, yeah, it'll be good to have that police car out front because if they were behind, they might get pulled over for speeding because they're so <laughs> for being amazing. So fast. Yeah, yep. So yep. that's exciting. Yeah, we you know. had a regional. The regional individual champ is on our team, and uh, but just wonderful team effort the other day. So yeah. Wanted to sh- do yeah. that shout so the out. Next time we we we'll get together results. for podcasts, we'll have results. We should, and, yeah. And yeah. uh, no matter how they do, we're proud of those yep. girls. Absolutely. Um, yeah, real accomplishment. What a great thing for our small, our small town and our young cross country program. Yeah. This is just what year three of cross year country? three. First time we've had a, a, a full a girls full team. Girls yeah. team. So, yeah. so it's awesome. It is. Yeah, we're one for one. One girls team, one state appearance. Awesome. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, what else do we got on the docket to explore? Gosh, we're just, uh, you know, we have scripture. We have scripture. Should we just so, spend the lion's um, share of our time doing that? We've got, yeah, I think I mean, so. we have these thankfulness events coming up. Hopefully, y'all got a, uh, uh, a mailer Mailer with all that. If you didn't, uh, check out our website, Uh Download our newsletter. Yeah. Share the newsletter with friends. Share share the uh, the mailer if you, you don't, instead of throwing it away. Um so, all right, what what is our text for this week, Tim? Do you know? Well, you know, we're still we're still in this section of scripture called the Lord's Prayer. We are coming up on the end of that series and we have one final phrase. Yeah. Um last week we we did um lead us not into temptation and this week we're but deliver us from evil. Right. Or from the evil one. And uh so that's that's where we are. Yeah. Yeah, and um, it is it is the end. It, we also we have some other words that we tack on to the Lord's prayer: uh, "For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever." Amen. Right. And not in the scripture, though. It's not in the ancient text. Yeah. Uh, it's been traditionally passed down, but we're going to cover them those words briefly and a summary of the Lord's prayer the following next week. week. Yeah. Um, but this week, yeah. Deliver us from evil, but deliver us from evil. A um, couple of things. Uh, there's there's some interesting things about the 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 structure of this last little phrase. Deliver is a um, you know I was thinking of how what in the English language relates to the Greek on the word deliver and because the deliver in the Greek is more of a um, physical word of uh, snatching something, rescuing something. In fact, it get, the same word gets translated as rescue in a few other New Testament contexts. Uh, and I think it, it, there's some force to it. There's 
we're we're not just asking Jesus to kind of you know hold our hand. We're we're needing a, to be yanked out of something dangerous and bad. And I was thinking, what has force to it? You know, you deliver a fastball. Sure. You know? yeah. um, not me, it, but other people might do that. Yeah, so. and there's a lot of force yeah. to that. Um, you know, um, I don't want you to think deliver, deliver a pizza. A punch. Deliver a punch. Yeah, there's yeah. A lot of force behind yeah. that, right? So, and but boxing. Yeah, he he rescues us out, um, but deliver us, and it's us again. It's plural. The whole prayer, prayer is plural, and I have not been emphasizing that much, except in the first lesson, and then in the last one, I'm going to emphasize that. But it, the whole time, it's plural. So this is something we all struggle with. We sometimes struggle with it together. Evil can be a shared experience. You know, we can all fall into some group lies as a culture, so to speak. But deliver us from evil or the evil one. Um, and the the evil word here um, is an adjective. Um, so uh, we... we <laughs> It's describing something, but there's not another word there. So in the Greek, you know, it would be uh, pretty typical to, especially since it's it's in the uh, um, it's in the singular. So it's an adjective that's in the singular. So it's describing a lot of people think a an entity, um, or you could say it's just it's the word for evil too. So. Is it just, should we translate it, deliver us from evil? Should we translate it, deliver us from the evil one? Um, and I think there's merits to both, and I'm not trying to just sit on the fence, but I think uh, if you are praying to be delivered from the evil one, Satan, the evil personified, um, you're also wanting to be you know, not involved with evil generally. And if you're not wanting to be involved with evil generally and wanting to be rescued from that, you also don't want to be involved with the evil one. So I get, I, I again, I think this is Jesus' very clever, intentional crafting and um, and use of uh, language um, mm-hmm. that he he may uh, may or I think very likely um, wanted us to consider both that that there are some general evil realities we get involved in we need to be rescued from but we also need to remember there's there is a um there's an entity or a personification of evil um if he had just personified it very very clearly then maybe we could think oh well i'm not involved in satan and so i'm not involved in evil or if he had made it very clear that you know um uh, that it was not satan that it was not about the evil one then we we might tend to think oh you know um I'm, I'm i'm there is no evil one you know or something like that but he he left it or he did it the way he did it and i think that's important so uh, mm. deliver us from evil i i think jesus wanted us to pray this regularly and daily and that's that's one thing i'm going <coughs> to emphasize that that evil is a reality there is good and there is evil um and that we need to realize that it's not just other people who get involved in evil, but that we can fall for schemes. We can start justifying things in our life that are actually not good, that are unjust, unhelpful, not merciful, unloving, um, and downright not honoring to God. And and that's, I guess, a basic definition of what evil is, something that doesn't honor God and isn't mm-hmm. really truly healthy or good for us. Um and so Jesus 
is giving us this great option. He says, pray to, pray to the Father to help you out of that. We don't want you to be stuck in that. So pray for deliverance from that. Um, yeah. So what, what do you think about when you pray or, or come to this line, Tim? Well, I've been, I've been thinking about a couple of things. One, in terms of the deliver us from evil, that, that word deliver, and the way that you're using it, I was thinking, is there a difference then? Because it's not like keep us from evil, like we haven't. Right. We, like we're not there yet or touching it or involved in it. Just the clarification that to be rescued from means that we've already kind of fallen into yeah. that or whatever. And so. Or it's coming um, after or us. It's coming Both. after you yeah. Yeah. either way. Um, and then with. Um, I was thinking culturally in our society today, how, how do we deal with the idea of evil? And like oftentimes when something horrible happens and I think of like a, a shooting where somebody, like a school shooting, the, these are what comes to my mind most often right now is there's a school shooting or something like that and a kid dies and we say, we say in our culture, well, the person who committed that act was evil um, or it was an evil act. But there's... It feels like the way we talk about it in our culture is that that's it, that it, the evil resides in the per, in the person who did something wrong and doesn't, and, and we don't seem to recognize what I believe is that there are, uh, and what I think the Bible, the Bible, the Bible, the Bible teaches, which is that there is a, a greater evil at work huh. in the world yeah. and, um, and that that's real. Um, and, and it's not just that somebody or an act is evil, but there's there are these spiritual forces of evil that are working in our world. Yeah. And I just... Yeah, and I, I think... Know. I agree with that, Tim. And I think a lot of people, when something um, obviously evil, tragic happens in the world, it's almost like a lot of people are surprised by evil. Yeah. And uh, how, how could this happen? And I think the Christian answer is, well, we're just lucky it doesn't happen more. more. Yeah, I mean, yeah. God is restraining a lot of uh, evil, uh, but there's there's what the Bible would call powers and principalities at right. play. That there is, there is an evil out there, and and that's why I think Jesus is saying that you, we need to be delivered from that. But also, Jesus teaches there's an evil within, and Paul teaches this too that. There's a battle still going, even right. even if you're a person of faith. There's a, still a battle, and Jesus says, "It's uh, you know, he he doesn't give us a cop out where we can just say, ah, you know, the devil made me do it. There, it's out of a man's heart that evil things can come, right? And and it's inside our heads sometimes that our outward evil actions really, mm -hmm. really are happening. It's not um, the devil just forcing us to do this. There's you know, there there is evil influence, there is evil about, like you were talking about, and I totally agree with that. And yet, we also have to recognize that we have those tendencies within ourselves, that there's this inward battle. And I think any honest person, and I would say even people who aren't of the Christian worldview, uh, though that's where we're coming from, would say, you know, there is this thing inside me sometimes to, to either do harm to others or myself or to participate in habits or actions that I know aren't good. Sure. could be anything from gossip to an addiction of any type to, uh, you know, lustful stuff that could totally ruin a relationship. You know, and we human beings, we know this struggle um, 
again, to be, to be tempted like we talked about last week, but uh, to be headed down a path that is not healthy or good for us. And as Christians, a path that does not honor God. And, um, and so Jesus is saying, well, pray regularly for rescue from that. Yeah. You know, you're my people in this broken world and you have kind of brokenness still within you, though you are new create a new creation. So I'm totally good with you praying for help. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's awesome that it's in the Lord's Prayer, you know. Yeah. Again, the Lord's Prayer is not just this highfalutin prayer of, uh, you know, um, that it isn't connected to real life. It's very much connected to who we are as human beings on the ground with real struggles um and every day every day and and i think we pray it in preparation for the day too but praying it or thinking about its parts during the day praying it at the end of the day think about how did god rescue me from evil today you know or did i not listen to god when he was offering help or when he was offering me a way out and i chose to do something that wasn't good you know and then confessing that before god um so praying it at the end of the day helps me you know i I often find myself praying uh, the lord's prayers i drift off to sleep at night you know kind of working my way through Mm. it um hopefully getting through all of it yeah um you know but uh yeah so there's different ways you can incorporate it in your life but at the beginning of the day the end of the day um those are good places obviously um yeah yeah, as you face a temptation or you feel like you're being assailed, uh, also good times. Yeah, yeah. Amen. I, the, uh, you know, this idea of evil, I think, is multifaceted and it comes at us in many yeah. ways. And I, I just love that we were given this prayer. You know, we're asked, you know, instructed, pray to be delivered from evil, and that God also provides us some other. Uh, resources in the scripture to help us out and right. and try to uh, overcome uh, evil with good. So uh, Amen. Yeah. yeah, don't be overcome by evil, but overcome evil, evil with, with good. good. So he can, yeah. That avoidance is not the only strategy. Yeah, <laughs> avoidance and replacement is a good way to go. You know, avoid or get away from the wrong activity, wrong choice, but find out what is the right choice or what is a better way and move towards that yeah 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 um yeah i, I think one last thing our cultures you know when we do talk about evil it it we like to just say the other is evil mm-hmm. you know whether that's yeah. a racist view or we now do it in our politics and i think christianity has this message of no we all struggle with evil and that's an encouraging message in a way because yeah. it's a we're all in a, in this struggle in humanity. Well, we better wrap it up. Yeah, thank you all for listening. This has been Tim and Corey with the Church on a Hill podcast. And we'll see you next time.